freestyle episode. I'm Ryan. I'm Bev. And I'm Isaac. Thanks for tuning in to the Notch Bed Post for our freestyle episode of the month. In this episode, we'll be asking each other some questions and quizzing each other about our own sexual preferences. Bev, what kind of questions did you have for us this time? I've got some juicy ones this time around. We're just going to start out with a simple one, though. Ryan, when did you first have sex? Let's talk about when we all lost our virginity. March 17th, 2009. What? He remembers about... the date? <laughs> Holy shit. I don't remember that's if that's a, that's date, a lot. but it's close to that, and we'll get to why here in a second. It's close it's to St. Patrick's Day of 2009? Yes. Probably about 8 p.m., whatever day it was. And it was almost on a trampoline. <laughs> Sorry. But it was in my bed instead. That sounds amazing. Because almost on a trampoline. my old sister was having her ninth birthday party, and I thought it would be wrong to bang on the trampoline uh, with kids in the house. Oh my gosh. You know what? You were probably Banging right. on a trampoline is complicated anyway. It doesn't really work. Because you try to hump, and then you just bounce. I just... <laughs> Uh, you just gotta fuck. Oh my gosh. It's it it's funny works though. Just fine. If you're down for a it good just, time. It works just fine if they're large enough. If the, they're jiggling counteracts uh bounce. I uh, no. <laughs> just experience here. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. That was awkward. What about you, Isaac? <laughs> All right, so I was 20 years old. I had just gotten out of what, for me at the time, was a long-term relationship, and I just wanted to finally get laid. So I turned to Craigslist slash Casual Encounters, and I posted on there. I was just like, I just <laughs> want to get laid. And so I wound up meeting this young woman oh, who I oh referred goodness. to as one-night stand chick for the majority of my life. Which is why I said she doesn't have a name. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, because I only I only ever heard this person referred to as one night stand chick. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a good name. It rolls do off. Do you the honestly? Do you honestly though remember the name of everyone you've slept with? I do, but I only remember her name now because Facebook did some weird creepy shit where it was like, "Here's someone you might know," and I was like, "I feel oh, like I know I that face." And then it was like, oh, you also have a mutual friend. And so that was weird. And I still have to confront him about that because I have no idea like how Why all would three you of our confront would... him? I, I, this is... I, I just have it, to know how he knows her. There was a small town that you traveled to to hook up with this girl. So, you know. I guess, yeah. It's not very far from our city. It was probably just that that other person goes over there or something. I don't know. Anyway. So he owes me what you're telling me is the casual encounter website worked before it got taken down. Yes. Yes, it was delightful. It did work. So, anyways. I feel like the Strictly Platonic probably worked better, though. I don't know. I mean, I got laid. I basically batted a thousand on getting laid on casual encounters responses. So, yeah, take that for what it's worth. So, anyway, no, she was she was quite nice. She was... Like, she understood it was my first time, so I warned her. I was like, I'm not going to be good at, like, anything. So, sorry. And she was like, no, we're going to we're gonna learn some shit. And so we hooked up several times. So one night stand chick is really underselling her. But anyways, uh, yeah, then we, then we went our separate ways and good times. Well, now, Ryan, I'm curious to hear more details about yours since Isaac went a little more into detail. Tell me about this first time i assume it was super awkward because it's always super awkward but like how did it go well for starters it was one of the few times in my life i've worn a condom practice safe sex kids <laughs> really yeah it, i could probably count on <laughs> 10 fingers how many times i've worn a condom oh my goodness <laughs> That's bad, Ryan. Bad boy. You know what? I am not a fan of condoms. 
Don't worry, I, they I've managed serve to say a very special purpose, and people should use them. But God, I'm really, I hate them. <laughs> I get it. I've managed to, I've managed to say uh, disease and kid free so far. So something's working. That's just are you lucky like really religious? I know what like, your is body, God helping you. I know what your body count is, and you are just lucky, Ryan. I'm just saying. Anyway. Well, yeah, it was awkward. I think the first time, I don't think anyone has a non-awkward first time having sex. It might not seem awkward at first, but once you have actual good sex looking back, it's awkward. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Well, Bev, what was yours like? Looking back. um, Mine was was funny. Well, it's not funny now. Now it's just cringy. But at the time, it, it was quite funny, actually. I... I went over to a boyfriend's house. I must have been, I think I had just turned 18. And obviously I had had sex-like encounters before, but I had never had penetrative sex. So that's what I am counting as the lose your virginity sex. Even though I know that oral sex is sex, I'm just counting penetrative. So... This was my first penetrative sex encounter, and I, I was 18, I believe. When people ask when was the first time you had sex, they mean penetrative sex. They don't mean when was the first time you sucked a dick or got your dick sucked. Yeah. Oh, okay, 2027 then. <laughs> or things like mutual masturbation or dry humping somebody. I, I don't count. know that. Yeah, I think people are asking when they ask. When is the first time you had penetrative sex? Anyway, so I climbed through my boyfriend's window and his family was like in the house. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, it was not a great idea. Honestly, it's cringy now. (laughs) Thinking, just thinking about it. I'm like, hotel room. Yeah, well, I was young and stupid. So yeah, his family was in the house and because he hadn't moved out yet and it was not that late at night either. It was probably like 8:30 or 9. Like the adult programming hadn't even come on the TV yet and you were you were banging It was your winter time. So you know what? I I had probably just turned 18 because I remember it being cold. Wow. Yeah. What a champion. That's it's dumb. <laughs> Oh, so you said it was funny at the time, and then looking back, it was really cringy. Why? Well, because <laughs> the condom broke <laughs> because it was. And that's how your it first was child ill-fitting. was born. No, no, this is not who I had a child with. No. So he had a giant cock then. Actually, yes, that's not really relevant. But yes, he had a giant, giant penis. <laughs> And so it it's like, and I like, it's I also, been like, I bled a lot, like a lot. Usually it's, I don't know, maybe a dessert plate sized amount of blood that a girl will bleed when, when her hymen is broken. But mine was like, I, like I got up and I was like, oh fuck, your sheets are ruined. And he was like, oh fuck, because it was about a two foot by two foot like like puddle of blood yeah (laughs) i was not on my period and looking back now that should have probably been indicative of the amount of pain that i can tolerate in the bedroom yeah so is it like a Chasing that high type thing? You've just ever been on the hunt for a cock that size? Have you ever seen a cock that big again in your life? On a porn star? Only on a porn star. That was like like easily an eight and a half inch dick. That's it? I eat eight and a half inch Shut the fuck up, Ryan. We know the average size penis is five inches. We've talked about this. It It was a huge dick. I'm saying minimum. And then there's also girth. I could not put my hand around it. Like, I could not touch my fingers. It was big. So you're saying this man was, this man was blessed. 
This man was hung. With a curse. So, uh, question two. What was the worst sex experience you've ever had? Now, it doesn't have to be the worst, like, sex you've had in your life. It could be, like, the situation that made it bad. I would say I've had not a lot of terrible sex in my life, but everyone's had some. But I feel like the worst sex experience I ever had, I have two. And I'll tell them both. One of them did come up in a previous episode, so I'll tell it briefly. Is not the worst sex I've ever had. Uh, How about you first, Isaac? The worst sex experience? I mean, I'm trying to think because my worst experiences did not end in sex. Like, I had a really shitty experience with my first girlfriend where after like three years of being together, we were finally going to do it, right? Like, finally we had agreed that the whole religion thing was bullshit and we shouldn't be saving ourselves for marriage. (laughs) So... (sighs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So... It started out shitty because, like, we went and got a hotel room, and I was, like, already a broke pizza delivery guy. And so, like, the hotel double-charged me, and so it, like, overdrew my account. So, like, the aftermath of looking at my account afterwards was pretty shitty. That was already a trash fire. But after all that, like, we, we went and, like, as awkward, you know, late teenagers, I guess I, guess I was 20 then, so I was like awkward 20-year-olds. We bought condoms for the first time, bought lube for the first time. All that rigmarole and fanfare, and we never had sex. Like, we tried. It got, like, part of the way in, and she was just like, no, this hurts. I'm done. And then that was it. What? And I was like, okay, I'll count oh. that. I'll count that because you attempted penetration. Yeah. And it, you said it went part of the way in, so that counts. I mean, so that would probably be... But, well, I don't know. But then you didn't keep going, though. So that, uh, does like, that count? I would say, like, in terms of expectation versus reality, that was probably the most disappointing sexual experience I've ever had. And which is why I'm counting it. Because it was a sexual encounter. Yeah. Even if it didn't actually have full yeah. sex, I think uh, that counts. That's pretty shitty. What about shitty. you, Bev? I'm yeah. sorry, you overdrew your account. <laughs> I know that's probably not what I should focus on, but god damn no, it. No, no, it's fine. That's I mean, the only whatever. part that really matters, like, now. because <laughs> no, that's what drove me into the arms of One Night Stand Chick. The, <laughs> the educational, caressing, teaching arms <laughs> oh of gosh. One Night Stand Chick. You know what? No, that's a great experience, though, that you got to be with One Night Stand Chick, who we should probably think of a better name for. No. Now, was she significantly older than you or did she just happen to have more experience uh, she was maybe like mid-20s when i was 20 when i sound chick was so she yeah okay okay so she was old enough to make the difference between like she was out of college so she was at least 22 because she had a four-year degree That's so. so going back to the question was that the only worst experience i mean have you had any that just that were really awful uh, that i mean so it it can be the worst sex you have it just happens to be my worst sex experiences don't happen to be the worst sex i've had yeah because i'm like thinking back now on a different girlfriend that i had and like that was just an awful relationship but the sex was actually quite good so I can't really ding her there. See, that's a confusing question to answer for me as well, because I want to immediately go to the toxic not, relationship not, moments, but then but that would be too bad. Uh, being I, being, I in a to- being in a toxic relationship isn't the same as having a bad sex experience. Yes, but... A bad, but, a bad sex experience, I can see where if you're like trying to have sex and it doesn't work out, but... Just because you had a shitty boyfriend or girlfriend in the past, the sex could be good and that person could still be terrible. So I don't think that encounters your worst sex experience. So like it doesn't my other that. one on my worst sexual experience also took place in a hotel room, though much later on in life. I'm sorry. I thought I paid the room. I guess I did. Nope. You that. stuck me with the bill again. God, so many overdraws <laughs> on so many bad sexual experiences. No. Wait, no, I, I had something to say. So... The thing is that a lot of those sexual experiences were because of the toxic relationship. So 
I was going to say, when it's my turn, I'm not even going to talk about any of those that happened in the toxic relationship because of the toxic relationship, because there are too many. But sorry to interrupt. Isaac, go on. So my other toxic sexual experience, or not toxic, sorry, my other just shitty sexual experience also took place in a hotel room, though like a decade later. So my partner and I, we were going to meet up with this young lady and we, we got the hotel room, you know, we got everything set up. And I think I'd actually covered this once before on an episode when we talked about safe words yes. and the importance of knowing your boundaries. And this fucking bitch had the audacity <laughs> to be told the safe words, to be explained the safe words, to say what she wanted. And then when oh, that thing no. was being done to her and she didn't use the safe words, had the gall and the nerve to tell my partner and I that she felt like we were taking advantage of her and that we weren't being oh, loving no. enough and that like all we wanted to do was like abuse her and like rape her or something like that it was like all you're trying to do is use me for sex and we're like whoa yeah. now <laughs> like we met you Save at a words. shibari class and at like a sex dungeon and you told us you wanted to be dominated and we got a hotel and this is like our collective like second hour that we've ever met you yeah yeah that's kind of what you fucking signed up for use a safe word next time we never want to see you again that was pretty shitty that is super shitty. So, Ryan, how about how about you? Any uh, any terrible sex experiences? Sex experiences? <laughs> For uh, my first one, I talked about a previous episode, so I won't go too much into detail. But I was pretty new to sex. I had slept with maybe three or four people at the time. She liked to be choked, but for me, that used to be something that was like a total turnoff. Uh, I've grown. I'm different now. But at the time, like. I would lose my erection, like, choking someone if I was looking. So, we're having sex, and occasionally I would choke her because she liked it, but it wasn't my thing. This one time, she was like, choke me, and I'm like, I don't feel like it tonight. I'm enjoying the sex we're having. And she's like, what are you, a little bitch? Choke me. So, I'm not going to be called out like that. So, oh, I choke shit. her, but I look away. Well, I was new. I didn't really know how to properly choke someone. So, with between me looking away... And not knowing how to properly choke someone for sex versus trying to kill them. <laughs> I look back oh, no. like 30 seconds later and she is passed out, tongue out of her mouth, laying there on my bed. Her infant child may or may not have been in the room, but they oh were definitely in the house. Ah, oh you're making God. this so no. much worse. <laughs> and I thought I killed this woman. So I was like... It probably, the whole encounter, that part of the encounter probably lasted about a minute, but it felt like five minutes, and I'm sitting here like, do I go grab my dad, because I had just moved back home, and tell him I killed someone? Do I hide the body? Does this make me the dad of the kid? Like, it was terrible. That's so awful. Turns out, after a little bit of slapping in time, she came <laughs> to, and I am freaked the fuck out, and she's like, are you gonna finish? And I was like, what the fuck do you think? No, I'm not. <laughs> wow. I thought I just killed someone. Are you going to finish? I Jesus. totally respect her attitude and work ethic, though. <laughs> no. Looking back, yes, but at the time, no. Talk about commitment. So the, the second worst experience I can think of was also with the same person. It was like a Wednesday afternoon, 4 or 5 o'clock. My dad was downstairs helping my little sister with some homework. And this partner was particularly loud. And did not know how to be quiet. Oh, and that's I not guess she good. was loud enough that oh. the people downstairs could hear. Because next thing I know, I get this banging on my door. Oh, no. Throw, throw some boxes and a t-shirt on. It's my dad. He drags me down to the garage. Looked like he was going to beat my ass. I have a wonderful dad. He's never laid a hand on me. But I thought he was going to beat my ass in this moment. And he's yelling at me how disrespectful I am and how... I'm corrupting my little sister. Looking back, probably was. But I was young and dumb. Apologize for that. And <laughs> it was just bad. Uh, it scared me from having sex for a few weeks. So I'm going to tell a story that doesn't actually involve me, but it involves sex. And it was a terrible experience for me. It was a hilarious experience for this other person, Isaac. <laughs> 
Were you involved I, in this I, experience? I, I, it, it sounds uh, like I'm about to. You be. know what? I was dragged into this sex experience. I was not sex experience voluntarily <laughs> involved. All right. What what okay. happened? This is it. So this, this is, is a while the worst ago. sex experience you've ever had. Then this is. It was a terrible experience. All right. This is a while ago. This was like early college days, and I was roommates with Isaac. And he was butt-fucking this girl in another room while I was having a party. It wasn't like a loud party or anything like that, but the butt-fucking was really, really loud. So it was and a good everyone... sexual experience for me, then. <laughs> That's what I said. Okay. Everyone sure. could hear everything. This girl was screaming, laughing, like she did not know how to be quiet. Okay. So everyone could hear it, but not just everyone at my little party where we were watching a movie. Everyone in the apartment complex, apparently, could hear it as well. Because I get this knock on the door, and this this guy is livid. And he's like, you guys need it to keep it down. Think of the children, you know? And I was like, it's Do you ever think maybe you me. were just watching your movie too loud? <laughs> Right, I think that was probably what so, it was. Oh no, he he knew. You could tell. It didn't sound like a movie. It was too loud. It sounded like one of them real. It good echoed movies. in the parking lot. Anyway, so I I go in there into the hallway and I knock on Isaac's door and I'm like, "Hey, you knocked." Like, we just got a notice, and Isaac, pissed, like pants around his ankle, opens, slams open the door grabs me by the hair he didn't know who i was he thought it was someone else at the party and and he starts to slam the door closed on my head and he because he was pissed that he was being interrupted and i was like it's me <laughs> it was a terrible experience okay i don't look back on it that we, uh, we got some noise complaints and notices that we were gonna get kicked out if that didn't stop after the fact so that reflected on me as well because I would have lost my my place of living. <laughs> Everyone blew that whole situation completely. I could out have of been homeless because of Isaac's butt fucking. So there you go. Well, well, that was a excellent story. That doesn't tell us your that, sexual I'm, experience. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Okay, just making sure. All right. Okay, probably know if this is my worst but it's very embarrassing and i guess it's more recent but i think it's that i felt very embarrassed and this is a newer or sorry a more recent experience so it's more fresh in my mind so that i'm gonna go with it so i'm at a dungeon um hanging out with a partner and i decide to try a sex swing with my partner i've never tried I had never tried one before. This was about a year ago. And usually in the dungeon, it's very well monitored. They have people, you know, staff that walk around making sure that everybody's following the rules and not touching without permission and that kind of stuff. So I go into this room that has a sex swing with this partner and we close the curtain and we're, you know, trying to figure it out or whatever because I've never tried it before. And somebody opens the curtain. Like, this guy just opens the curtain. And here I am, spread eagle, like, uh. in this fucking sex swing, okay? And some guy just peeps in and he just stands there looking. And I'm like, where the fuck is the monitor that's supposed to be watching? What the fuck just happened? And I was like, leave. And he didn't leave. And so then my partner turned on. It was like, get out. And obviously I, I was like shocked yeah. to have been exposed spread eagle to this rando. That <laughs> uh, I can remember his face, you know, and it's like, to and me, I shouldn't be embarrassed, it sounds... but it's that it it wasn't. I would I didn't give permission to this person to look at me. And if I like let's say I posed for a nude photo for our 
podcast on our public Twitter. I'd be doing that with, you know, of my own consent. And it would be fine. I wouldn't care if randos on the internet saw it. All right. But this is different because I was unaware that this was going to happen. And he just came in. He saw me like that. And it was horrible. (laughs) That's weird. It was weird. And And also the fact that he didn't go away when I was like, leave, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry you were getting peeped on. It was gross. That's pretty Ugh. gross, dude. Let's move on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you were getting peeped on, but I'm not one to kink shame, and that to me falls under the Voyager kink. So yes, he's he was a voyeur, which I know because I'd seen him quite a few times at the club. But the point is that I did not give him permission to watch me, and everything at when you're at a club, it is supposed to be consensual. If I had given him permission to watch me, I wouldn't have minded if he was watching. But I didn't give anybody permission to watch me for this particular event. I'm, I'm just giving you shit. That's actually terrible and should have happened. Thank you. Okay, well, moving on from the horrible sex experiences. <laughs> where on your body is your favorite place to be touched? Ooh. Ryan, go first. I like to be touched on my prostate. That's a really good place really? to be touched. No, not really. That's weird. I like during a blowjob? Or like do you want someone helping you during sex where like you and your partner are going at it and then there's just like a prostate person there making sure that your prostate's being milked particularly well? Well, we've been over this in the butt stuff episode. My butt's an exit only. What you do with your butt is your prerogative, but I prefer mine to be an exit. Where My favorite actually place to be touched Hmm. So it's not really a tut a favorite place to be touched, but I really like like soft touches like along the skin. Okay. I don't really have a favorite place for that though. You just like for somebody to just ha- like stroke your skin all over your body? No, if I had to pick a favorite place it'd probably be my torso. But we're talking like soft touch like so fingertips. Like, where you're almost not touching the skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, like yeah, uh, like gentle finger caressing. That's nice. Like that is nice. Talking a like a one. real light grazing. Um, also, this is more recent, but I really like like kisses on my neck. Yeah, and we're not mm-hmm. talking like we're not talking like hickeys. This once again is gentle. Like when it comes to the touch, and I don't know why I like it to be light. Maybe because it kind of gives like that tickly feeling to it, but still feels good. Because it gives um, you those goosebumps. I have a theory on that. Maybe it's that. I, I know that you're heterosexual, and maybe it's that to you a lighter touch just seems like you're being touched by a female, you know. So maybe it's that it's it turns you on more when it's a lighter touch because you associate that with a female partner rather than a platonic male friend, you know, or something like that. Maybe, but for me, I think it's more of like the the light, almost like ticklish feeling it is or like where it kind of gives you like that tingly sensation when you do it because even when i do it to myself it feels good oh um, like because you I do get it to like myself, little goosebumps yeah it's almost like creating goosebumps but not quite okay like when i do it to myself it's not sexual but it still feels good but either that either the soft touches or like neck kisses especially like right behind the ear Ooh. um i'm not I'm not big on, like, ear-nibbling and, like, stuff like that. Oh, no. I I was going to say that exact spot, actually. Yeah. I really like when somebody takes their hand and they, like, they, like, touch up my neck and then right behind my ear, they kind of, like, weave their fingers in my hair. That that spot is, like, super sensitive. I like that. And then they start choking the shit out of you. Well, and I was going to say, the pressure thing, it just depends on the encounter. Sometimes I do like that, you know, heavier pressure on the neck, but the neck is probably my number one. Do you have other spots, Ryan, or I is mean, that I, pretty much it? I'm all, I'm all for a heavier touch, but I like to be the doing the one doing the heavier touch. For me, mm-hmm. soft touches is what does it for me. Yeah. But for me, it depends on the partner, and it depends on the encounter. If I'm doing rough play, that- male or female, I like that firm touch. But with that's gentle not entirely. Play, I like 
I like a firm touch or a soft touch from a male partner, but from a female partner, I prefer a soft touch for gentle play. I wasn't entirely honest and not on purpose because I also really love to have my back scratched with like nails to the point where it's like almost bleeding or bleeding. Oh, uh, yeah. As nothing to do with the blood, it's mm-hmm. it's more of the feeling. Oh, during it's not rough play, I the blood, love but... stuff on my back, especially upper back, but that's, like fingernails. That's the only spot. Or flogging. Yeah. That's the only spot for me, though. I don't like being slapped. I don't like being, like, pinched or squeezed or choked. It's only in my back. I don't mind being slapped on my face, but I do well, what not I'm saying like is, my butt being slapped, which is, I know it's, like, the most common spot, but I hate, I hate people slapping my butt. And also, my butt is really ticklish, so when people <laughs> grab my butt, like, too lightly, I'm like, God, you're, like, you're ruining everything. So your butt requires like, a very firm It needs to be a firm but grip, a but I don't like slapping, and I don't like light grabbing of the butt. You have a very particular buttocks. I know. I have particular buttocks. I... <laughs> Isaac, what about you? I think my favorite place to be touched is on my back or on the back of my neck. Specifically, I like being pulled in to be kissed if I'm making out with somebody. I like when they're, like, pulling each other t- together i think that's really good mm-hmm. or i love the, the clawing of the fingernails down the back when having sex or making out or whatever yeah that was really. a good one to mention ryan that's a really yeah. good one also like you know what just a good back scratching yeah yeah the back <laughs> is just all around a very like a platonic back scratching as well well yeah yeah like when you go to like hug, hug uh, who doesn't like massage like yeah yeah or just, just a nice, a nice scratch or a nice petting, as I call it. I call it petting. Heavy Who petting. doesn't like well, to be like, petted? I love being petted. Yeah. So for, for me, I really like like to be massaged too. And oftentimes, if you're with a partner, that leads to sex. But I don't really consider that my favorite place to be touched in this situation because I feel like we're talking about sex. Yeah. So I like the the mm-hmm. scratching on the back. I think that feels the best. And I like when we're making out the pulling in for the kiss whether that's like grabbing each other around the waist on the back like up the back of my shoulders the back of my neck the back of my head just the south facing part of my Mm -hmm. body i enjoy being pulled towards the object of my desire by my back that was a nice one all right here's a funny one next when was the last time you had a dirty dream (laughs) i'll go first today (laughs) no uh two nights ago yeah two nights ago well you also have to tell the dream too like obviously can i tell you about the dream that wasn't from two nights ago (laughs) oh it was very naughty yeah 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 i should go on you go first (laughs) (laughs) okay all right (laughs) when was the last time i had a dirty dream when was the last time I had a drink? That is a... Wow. I probably should have thought about that question beforehand. <laughs> I don't know. I would assume that it was a few weeks ago because I just finished my cycle and I'm never really horny when I'm on my cycle. I d- I'm trying to remember who was in the dream. I think it was just some randos from the dungeon but we were like shopping or something and then all of a sudden no one was wearing clothes and I was like, ooh. And then I woke up like horny. <laughs> huh. <laughs> That's so Just stupid. a naked grocery shopping experience? <laughs> yes, naked. <laughs> no, I don't think it was grocery shopping. I think it was like Target or something even stupider. Like, hey, look at the Easter bunnies. Oh, boobs. <laughs> hmm. Ryan? I can't even tell you the last time I remember a dream in general. Hmm. You don't remember your dreams? Hardly ever. That's kind of sad. Last time I read, well, I think it's a sign of being a serial killer. I'm not entirely sure. (laughs) (laughs) Last time I had a sex dream I remember was September last year, maybe. All right. What? That's pretty specific. And it was with the, well, I'm guessing because it, was no it was probably earlier than that it was probably like august 
because I stopped talking to that That's person. That's a long ass time. How September. do you even? Wow. I can literally tell you every outfit that any girl's ever worn of me on our first date if I've gotten on more than one date with them. Holy crap. From my whole life. That is like really impressive because you have dated a lot of women. A lot. Now I go on, I go on like, I've gone on like 22 first dates this year. So the ones that, it's not actually that high. It's probably like 17 or 18. But the ones that are like a one night or like just that night, and then we don't ever talk again. I can't really tell you every one of them, but I can even tell you some of theirs. It's pretty impressive outfits. My memory is just like that. Well, that's pretty handy. You're a visual learner, but you don't remember your uh, dreams. May- that's so weird. Yeah, it's weird, right? But yeah, so it was uh, maybe like July or August of last year, and it was with the person that I happened to be sleeping with at the time. Well, tell us about it. Was it, it was- steamy? I got home from work and they took my clothes off. They took your clothes off. Not you took your clothes off. They, Lover style. They took they took my clothes off nice. and then we fucked. It wasn't that special of a dream. That's special because they took your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it wasn't like that exciting of a dream. Alright, Isaac, like... it's time to fess up. Alright, so my my last sex dream. I assume this involves rape. No, no, it doesn't. Or so. bludgeoning. Okay, but, <laughs> then you have, then you have no reason to not tell us who was in it. All right. Unless it was your mom, no, then oh, you still God, need to tell. No. Us. It was probably Jesus. my mom. Not lately. <laughs> so, it was Scary. a couple nights ago, and uh, I had this dream. It was, it was about the. The dream was about the first poly experience I ever had. It was the first time my partner and I hooked up with another couple. And it was about that. Which is a little funny because we've had way better experiences with other couples since then. But for whatever reason, my brain was like, nah, we're going to go back to this one. So So it was just like replaying that experience? Yeah. Yeah. Was it replaying it, or did it replay it in a way that would have been better if it went down like that? I don't remember anything substantially different between the dream and the actual instance. So, like, I, I'm not a lucid dreamer. I don't have control over my dreams. No, it was just it was just like a nice replay of of eating some ass. Okay, next question: If you could have sex anywhere in the world, where would it be? I mean, I think I'd have to go for the gusto on it, you know? Like, I think, I mean, if I get to pick anywhere in the world, like. Dude. I'd have to, I'd just make it memorable. Like, no, fuck it. We're going to go fuck on top of Mount Everest. I saw this travel ad for this. <laughs> what channel was it on HBO? Like, if it's showing that. Shut the fuck up. I saw this travel ad for this resort that's on the top of this snowy mountain, and it had one of those infinity pools that looked out over this huge mountain vista, just these snow-capped peaks. It was gorgeous, and the water was steaming, and it was it, it looked like a Nordic cabin. I don't remember where it was, but that place, it was so gorgeous. I, I would be there in that hot tub. With that mountain view. Fuck yeah. That's a good place. I'm going to change mine from Mount Rushmore. And I'm going to kick Bev out of the hot tub at that at that Nordic resort, <laughs> Mount Rushmore? And then I'm going to fuck in that hot tub. <laughs> Fucking Mount Rushmore. But you know what? I just wish that COVID was over so that I could go back to a dungeon. Because those are so much fun. What about you, Ryan? You can have Mount Rushmore. I left it. I thought Mount Everest was your original choice. No, no, Rushmore. That way, like, my balls are slapping on Abe Lincoln's forehead. (sighs) Okay, for me, I'm going to have to go back to a place I've been before. I haven't had sex there. And I'm not sure if it's the tallest building in the world anymore. But at the time I visited it, it was. Uh, So it would be the Burj Khalifa Tower in Dubai. At the very top. Oh, get like but a, I don't a think penthouse. Like, a penthouse suite. Uh, 
I don't, nope, I don't think the very top would cut it. We'd have to have, like, some suspension harnesses on and be fucking on, like, the little point on the top. Oh, wow. So you're talking outside, great. in the air, blistering hot wind. Oh. <laughs> right as a, or, right as a sandstorm rolls in. Or this one, I don't think you get sandstorms that high. <laughs> right up Main Street. Um, mm-hmm. Or this one kind of goes back to my fantasy I talked about fucking in a church on the last freestyle episode, but it takes it all a bit different place. The Sistine Chapel? No, the Vatican. <laughs> Alright. On the Vatican, on that like balcony that he always gives his speeches off of. The Pope. Oh, shit. Yes. That's pretty awesome. I would want the Pope to speak so there'd be a large crowd of hundreds of thousands of people followed by Here's our next act. You want to fuck in front of people? And then I would go on. Not necessarily, just in this one moment. Oh, okay. Specifically because they were all there to see the Pope and then just saw Ryan fucking? I'm kind of indifferent to to whether or not there are other people. The Pope has to go first. And then maybe this is because I haven't been to a concert in a while, but the Pope would be like, What's up, fucking Vatican? (laughs) So you're saying you would be the Pope's Keep it up for our next act. Fucking Pope's encore and act, Ryan, with the fucking on the fucking Vatican pulpit balcony thing. And, oh my yeah. goodness! And then I'd I'd come out and I'd be like, "What's up, fucking Cleveland?" And they all look at me like... funny. <laughs> yeah, just a raging hard on, butt ass naked, and then some pale white chick with tons of tattoos and dark hair and green eyes will come out and be like. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna fuck the shit out of her on the fucking Vatican or on the Pope's fucking balcony. Would you wear the Pope hat while you did it? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I would want him next to me with a fucking mic being my <laughs> MC cheering me on. Like, y'all fucking liking this? So Get louder if you want him to go this is faster. Extraordinarily specific, Ryan. It really is. You've thought this through. No, this all came to me right now, but it's it's my perfect moment. I mean, stick with it. It's good. <laughs> uh, That's all. Would you rather... Let's move on to our would you rathers. No, time out. I gotta say, I probably would have performance anxiety in that situation. I'd still do it, but don't expect a good show. It's a lot of people and a lot of pressure. I mean, you could just fake it at that point. It's not like they can see it up there. There's a balcony in the way, right? Okay. Let's uh let's move on to this next question. Okay. Would you rather have sex from behind or from the front? Oh, I like this question. Oh, but it's a hard one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we suck at this. Wait, who's like if I say I would rather have sex from behind, does that mean they're behind me or does that mean I'm behind them? You know what it That's means. That's what I was going to ask. You're behind. So would you rather be in front behind? of the person or would you rather be behind them? It just there you go. Oh, I was going to say, let's uh, rephrase this. Would you rather be facing their back or facing their front while you have sex with them? Uh, I feel like a lot of the things I like about doggy style can be replicated with other positions, but I don't think you can as easily... Huh? Wheelbarrow. (laughs) The retrograde wheelbarrow. (laughs) However, the things that I like about the forward-facing positions do not always necessarily translate well to a from the behind kind of position that would mean no more like bending my partner over the bathroom counter and humping them from behind while they're just trying to get ready for the day unless they're really flexible and just like i could just turn them all the way around like they're a fucking owl or something no you just bend them over at the hip but like forward facing so you're pushing them backwards oh okay so if they concave around their butt instead of that sounds yeah. unpleasant. That sounds a like a horrible idea. thing to do to a butt. No, no. I'm just saying, it would allow you to still bend them over the counter. And every time it would be comfortable for them or safe. I think I would go with from the front. Because that gives you, like, your good, slow, like, passionate, you know, hips moving together, really, really steadily kind of missionary sex. That also gives you the legs over the shoulders, like, rough and going at it sex that you would get from, like, a good, like, drunken doggy style 
that gives you cowgirl, which is superior in every way to reverse cowgirl because that makes your dick bend weird. Yeah, I'm sticking with from the front. I just have to say, I am honestly shocked by that answer. If I would have had to take a guess, just knowing you as a person and when you make sex jokes and talk about sex, I would have said you're 100% a from behind man. Yeah, you're a butt guy. Like, I was picturing, like, from the back, dick in butt or in vagina with finger in butt or something. I don't know. It's a tough one to give up, but that only applies to, like, like also as a person with the rape fetish, from the behind is how a lot of that would be done. The problem is, is I don't exercise my fetish every time I have sex, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're talking from more of like an everyday exactly. sexual encounter like, standpoint. And, and the thing is, it's one of those would you rather is, which is you're locked into a single decision for all time, or at least for, you know, the scope of the question. And I would say that because most of like, if I want to give it to someone really rough, I can do that facing the front. But I don't think that there are as many good positions that I've found that I like as much for just, hey, like, we're not trying to bang out a rape fantasy here. We're not trying to, you know, set, like, a world record for most anal had in the next 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. We're just trying to have some sex. And Mm -hmm. I don't think from the back works as good as from the front in those cases. Makes sense. Ryan? For me, it would have to be the front. Like, I'm not even a huge sex from behind person. Occasionally doggy style school and stuff. Reverse cowgirl's fucking terrible. It, so it feels it's about the same. For, for someone with vagina it, too, I don't get the allure of that position. It feels it feels about the same, but maybe slightly worse than normal cowgirl. Well, because it makes the Plus, penis like bend in a certain way and that doesn't feel good in the vagina. I just I don't even like reverse cowgirl. It's like no better, if not worse, than normal cowgirl. And it takes away the best parts. Like, I don't have titties bouncing in my face. Right. Yeah. I, Boobies. And and because the ass is the thing that's moving, you can't even really play with the ass very well either. I prefer to put my hands on the hips from the front. I don't know why it feels better. I can't see your face in a reverse cowgirl. It's like, mm-hmm. you'd have to be really fucking ugly for me to want to do you in a reverse cowgirl. <laughs> like, for me to, like, offer that up as an option and it wasn't just, like, you I don't want to look at you. Turn around. Shit. You would have to be fucking hideous. I'm not even talking like a little ugly. You would have to be like, you'd have to look like Danny DeVito. Hey, what's wrong with that? With with a vagina. Oh, I love him, but <laughs> oh my. Danny DeVito with a vagina is not what I would go for. No, no. Okay. How about you, Bev? I. This question is so difficult to answer. So I have to split it up. If I'm with a male partner... Here, here's how it goes. If the, I'm facing them front to front, dick feels better because there's just it's there's a better angle where it's stimulating the clitoris. But okay. I really like someone coming in from behind too. I like it about as much, and I would say, in the majority of my sexual encounters, I switch between one and the other pretty regularly because i love that one and i love the other one that is a total toss-up but as far as clitoral stimulation front to front it's just there's more stimulation to the clitoris in that position so i have to choose that if i'm wanting to achieve orgasm from the position doesn't that i mean in that case, couldn't you just do it from behind, but then incorporate more toys? Yeah, you could incorporate toys, but it's a better orgasm if you can orgasm naturally and not from a vibrator or some other toy. You just orgasm better if it's natural stimulation, or at least that is my experience. Then if I'm with a female partner, my gosh, this is hard to answer too, because here's the thing. Remember where the boobs are. If you're front to front with a female partner... It's wonderful because there's boobs and there's clitoris. I concur. But let's say you want to have penetrative sex with your female partner. It's really, really difficult to get in a correct position where the toy is inside of both people and you're comfortable 
front to front is just difficult when you're wearing a strap on. So if I'm coming in behind a female partner, I can grab her hips and I can be penetrating her properly and it's a toy so she's getting clitoral stimulation too because I would get one with bunny ears. You know what I mean? So it's God, but I don't want to give up the boobs. But if I want to pleasure a girl better, I sh- I would have to choose coming in from the back. That's really disappointing. I'm disappointed in myself right now. <laughs> Damn. That's, because that was a well boobies. Answer. Beautiful boobies. So speaking of never pleasuring a girl again, would you rather never ever have sex again? Uh or oh hey or never use the internet again oh easy i'd rather never have sex again i mean women don't want to have sex with broke dudes and since my job requires me to use the internet i feel like never having internet again would also mean i never had sex again this question's terrible right but obviously i would choose the internet because that enables me to do so much more hey didn't we just say earlier that dry humping isn't technically sex? <laughs> I could get on the internet and hook up with somebody to dry hunt me. Just saying. All right. No, I think for this to be answered properly, anything sex related would be included in sex. No. Uh, no. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because for this to even be a question, for this to even be a question in my mind, Everything has to be on the line. Like maybe not kissing it's and stuff be a like that. Ultimatum, you're saying. You're saying any kind of yeah, genital if, stimulation if, whatsoever. If it's yes, because if it was just pure penetrative sex versus the internet, I'm picking the internet. Now, if you're saying I could never get a blowjob, a handjob, sex is defined as something that you do with somebody else, right? Masturbation doesn't count here. So at least you would still have that. Yeah, so I don't mean a hand job for myself. I meant from a partner. Yeah. For me to not have the internet at all versus if we're talking just sex, then yes, the internet. When you add other stuff in there, I still think I'm picking the internet, but it makes it a lot harder. So I think yeah. the biggest thing is that I've learned to never bet against technology and saying that you would go without the internet and choosing sex over the internet is betting against the internet to never come up with a device that allows you to replicate the feeling of having sex uh-huh. without another person involved. Like, you can already, if you have, like, specific brands of, like, sleeves, like masturbator, male masturbators, you can actually, they have some that are adjustable, and you can download patterns for them that have been created based on molds of like porn star vaginas and anuses. Nice. Yeah. So like I was I was thinking the toys just keep getting better every year. Mm-hmm. It's like So they really... even came up with some okay? I was reading about in Wired. This is a while back too. But they're internet connected and they're motorized. And Basically, it's a collection of sensors and then motors and pistons and such inside a dildo and a flashlight. And that's awesome. Basically, it's for people who are in long distance relationships so that if the woman is using the dildo, the dildo is capturing all of the like the the amount of pressure all along the device and then sending that over the internet to the sleeve what? so that theoretically <gasps> that's so cool the, the sleeve that the male is using can adequately replicate the the pressure sensation that the dildo is oh getting oh my yes. gosh that is so cool that's amazing and i'm saying i think that technology will eventually get better and then you'll just never need other humans I am totally going to find that toy and link it for the listeners. That is so awesome. Okay. The other thing, the other thing about this that like, what's stopping me? Like, it's just sex. So like, it's not like I can never be in a relationship again or anything. I could literally lay next to my partner, jerk off, and then still cuddle them. Like, the only thing we're taking off the table here is the sex. So it's not stopping me from getting off. Yeah. Okay. 
Would you rather bathe naked with your boss or with a close but not immediate family? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Now, are we talking like... Are we talking strictly having a bath, like just like cleaning it myself? It says bathe, yeah. So you're you're in the shower or the bathtub with your boss. Okay. <sighs> I see my Crazy. I see my boss every day. You. I see my close but not immediate family members once every couple of years. So definitely a family member, just because neither is a good option. So like, but I have to face my boss. I have to face my boss every day and my family members I never see. I just pictured so. when you said close but not immediate family member, I was like, oh God, like grandpa or something. <laughs> oh no. So, okay. You didn't specify I had to look at the family member either. Obviously right. you have I to. Oh. No, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go like elderly family member. <laughs> That would be kind of funny. I mean, does anyone have a blind family member where they can just volunteer <laughs> they've them seen, for this? They've seen more, though. Wouldn't it be as traumatizing to them, right? I don't yeah, exactly. Well, if they're blind. You they wouldn't have to definitely. live with them as long. <laughs> All right. But here's what I'm thinking. I'm trying, Man, I've never had a hot boss. Oh, ooh, wait. And I quit that job, so. No, no. You know what? No, I would just I would just go with a family member. But then I would I would specify that the bathtub is in like a really ritzy ass hotel or like spa resort in like Europe somewhere. And then I could That's just, two and then I could just be like, uh, oh, they just bathe naked here. Hop in. And then it would be like a nice ritzy place. So the bathtub would be big. So there'd be no touching, like no accidental touching. It's just a nice big bathtub. I'd be like, I don't know. It's just what fucking Europeans do. I did not even think about specifying the bathtub. And though I think that you're overthinking the question, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Oh, dude, but, like, I would, it, it's hard to even bathe with someone you want to touch in the bathtub in my apartment. Like, uh-huh. that's more like an exercise in stacking bodies than a bathtub. So, I think there at least has to be, like, a, like a minimum size of this tub. And I'm thinking, there are some bathtubs in some nice hotels that are damn near just in sweet hot tubs. Just pick one True. of those. Just pick one of those, put a shitload of bubble bath in there, and just be like, hop in, bitch. It's bath time. Ew. Ugh. I just think that I get more paranoid about this because I was raised very conservative, and so there are things that hang around still, and this is one of those. I like bathing by myself because then I feel like I can relax. Shave my legs. You know. I don't want to do that around anyone. But think about how many people are bathed with their siblings or when they're younger with their parents. I think family members, this isn't even an option. Like, one, who do I see more? My boss. So that would make it fucking awkward. Two, that's my boss. So that's weird. Three, (laughs) well, as an adult, as an adult, showering with a family member sounds weird. It's not out of the normal for people when their kids to shower with a family member. So it's just like reliving like childhood memories. Rel- reliving? Are you reliving your childhood memories right now, Ryan? <laughs> well, no. So I don't think I was ever bathed with a family member except for maybe when I was like a newborn. So maybe I had like an older brother or a younger brother within a year or two. And they just put us both in the bathtub to make it quicker. Yeah. I don't have a memory of being bathed with a family member, but at the same time, it's not out of the normal. It was also never a non-immediate family member if it happened. Yeah, because you're saying like a brother or something. Yeah, this would have to be a non-immediate family member. Still 100% that, just because of how often I see my boss versus my family. I'm going to have to agree with you on that one, because a boss would be so awkward. Unless it was one specific boss that I had a long time ago. Go on. She was mean, but she was hot. And I would be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I-, I can think of one boss specifically where that would not have been an issue. Yeah. Well, that's it. Anything with your boss is weird as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so don't do it. Zero out of ten would not recommend. <laughs> well, those were some wild questions there. Not really, though. 
And remember, <laughs> follow your desires. <laughs> <laughs>